Welcome to First Line. My name is Aubrey Ann Jackson, and I am a student doctor in my last year of medical school. First Line brings listeners of all backgrounds together to discuss whole body health and wellness through an osteopathic lens. First Line covers tangible ways to improve your health, how to succeed in medical school, and various topics in healthcare, including mental health, all while holistically addressing the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Hello, hello. This episode, I want to talk about the Enneagram and how it relates to dynamics around the holidays, whether that's Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, New Year's, because the holidays are a very exciting time of the year, but it can also be stressful for anyone. And I think a lot of the stresses around the holidays are very interpersonal and it really depends on your Enneagram type and how you see the world and how you interact with other people. So if you love the Enneagram and you're familiar with the Enneagram, this episode is going to be great for you. If you are not familiar, I would encourage you to go back and listen to my Enneagram series that goes through an episode for each of the nine numbers. And that can really serve as an overview for you to kind of get a good handle on which number you might be. But then this episode might provide a little bit more insight because you can relate to how these numbers deal with the holidays. And you can identify with other numbers and then kind of look at other numbers and think, well, that doesn't really sound like me. So it can also help narrow down what number you might be. But again, I think that series provides a better overview than this episode will be because I'm not going to really go into much specifics about each number. It's more of an application of each number specific to how they see the world and interact with others during the holidays. So for each of the Enneagram numbers, I'm going to talk about their stress number. So that is an another Enneagram number that you can move to and pick up some characteristics of when you are feeling stressed. But what is important about that is that you can take on the unhealthy characteristics of that number that really don't serve you, but is really an embodiment of your stress. Or you can move to that number onto the healthy side and really take on positive characteristics of that number. And those characteristics actually help you to move out of your stressful state of mind. So you actually need that stress number in order to bring yourself back to your core number and your baseline personality. I'll also mention the growth number for each of these. And that's really a number that when you're feeling like the holidays are going really great for you and you feel super comfortable, you're surrounded by your family, you're really in your best state of mind, that's going to be the number that you pick up some characteristics of during that that time of ideal comfort. So let's get started with Enneagram 1. So for each number, I'll give them a sort of nickname of what kind of role they have during the holidays, and this is definitely based off of stereotypes, but I would label the ones as being the bakers. So they bake the cookies and other holiday foods. So Enneagram ones 
they love everything about Christmas. They love the Christmas traditions. They love having family time, and they enjoy Christmas songs as well. And I'm probably going to talk mostly about Christmas during this episode, but please know it really does relate to other holidays that might be celebrated during this season, and that includes New Year's Eve as well. So, Enneagram 1s often have pretty high expectations for the holidays. They want things to go smoothly, and they kind of have an image in their head about what the holidays will look like. And this includes expectations about how other people are going to fulfill their responsibilities and be on time. If the Enneagram 1 becomes stressed, they'll become extra critical, impatient, and irritable. And if they're super stressed, they're going to move to their stress number, which is 4. And when they're in the space of 4, they might start comparing the past to the present with a focus on what is missing. They will look at past Christmases and really be able to see, well, this Christmas is not the same as this idealized version of a past Christmas. But when you are stressed and you do move to four, you can actually use that healthy side of four. So when Enneagram numbers move to their stress number, they actually can use their stress number in order to come out of their stress. So ones, when using four in the best way, they can move to the healthy side of four and be more in touch with their emotions and really embrace the imperfections of the situation. If everything is going well for the Enneagram 1's holidays, they could move into their growth number, which is 7. And in the space of 7, this is really when, when Enneagram 1's become their most fun and outgoing selves. But know that being in 7 space for too long for the Enneagram 1's can kind of be exhausting afterwards. So Enneagram 1's are very much prone to the post-holiday blues. So the advice that I would have for Enneagram 1's is to make a to-do list early so you won't feel as overwhelmed with everything that needs to be done. And ask for help when needed. You don't have to do everything by yourself. Remember to set aside time for rest every day. Embrace the imperfections. Embrace your family's quirks. And just make light of the situation. Really use that seven space to your advantage if you can access it. So, moving on to Enneagram 2. So, the nickname for Enneagram 2s is the Gifters. So, they love giving gifts, they also love receiving gifts, and they just overall love spending time with family. They really want to make the holidays special for their entire family. So, they're often focusing on what others need instead of what they need. And if Enneagram 2s are stressed, they will become frustrated with others they might lack compassion, and they may have occasional emotional outbursts. If stressed, they might drift to the space of eight, and they could feel taken advantage of, and they could become confrontational and demanding of other people. But you can access that healthy side of eight to set healthy boundaries. And when twos are going towards growth, they're going to move to four, and you can embrace this four side by becoming more authentic in yourself and surprising everyone with your creativity. And the advice that I would have for Enneagram 2s is to turn off notifications from your phone during the holidays, stay out of drama when you can, and know that you aren't responsible for everyone else. 
ask for help if you need it. A lot of times twos, kind of like ones, overextend themselves and think that they have to do everything on their own. So for twos, I would also say say no to some things so you don't spread yourself too thin. Really prioritize your time and energy. And save some time to relax and engage in self-care every day. Okay, next is Enneagram 3. So these are the hosts. They love holiday food, they love decorations, and they love holiday games. And they can be very competitive with those games. So Enneagram 3s, they often focus on getting things done and doing their best instead of enjoying the moment and living in the present. And if stressed, the Enneagram 3 will often lack motivation, become overly critical of themselves, and may feel envious of others might compare themselves with other people. If very stressed, they might drift into nine space, and that could lead them to give up on doing things or procrastinate, but you can use the healthy side of nine to take time to recharge and find what will bring you peace before you're able to function at your optimum level as an Enneagram 3. And then towards the growth side, you can embrace that six side by focusing on the collective experience shared by everyone in the present moment. Sixes are great with that. And the advice I would have for Enneagram 3s is to limit time on social media, kind of like the Enneagram 2. And this is especially so that you're not comparing yourself to other people. And also, don't feel the need to just do things for an Instagram post, because then you're not living in the moment, you're kind of viewing the moment on what you can get out of it, and how you can portray yourself to other people instead of actually being present. For threes, I would say avoid multitasking. Set boundaries so you can fully take time off from work as well, because threes often want to multitask their work with family time and with their hobbies but that is too much you want to really focus on being there for family during the holidays enneagram fours so these are the photographers enneagram fours love christmas lights they love watching christmas movies and listening to christmas music there are tons of emotions for anyone during the holidays, but the four truly feels all of these emotions, and sometimes all of these emotions all at once. Fours will often focus on the past and will notice the feeling that something is missing in the present moment. Like how I was saying about the Enneagram one moving into four space. So fours often have nostalgia of past holidays, and this can become very overwhelming for the Enneagram 4. If they become stressed, the Enneagram 4 will start to feel numb and they may avoid their responsibilities. They could drift into the space of 2 and try too hard to please other people in order to fill in what is missing. But you can use the healthy side of 2 to focus on relationships in the present moment that will make new memories instead of focusing so much on past memories. And in growth, the four moves to one, so you can embrace that one side by creating a to-do list and getting things done so that you can do the activities that you really enjoy. Also, I would say make time to exercise in order to connect with your body and really connect with your growth number in one, which is a body triad number. So for fours, my advice is to 
Give yourself time after events to reflect on your feelings. Take time for yourself to do that reflection. Acknowledge that you're allowed to feel your feelings, but don't let those feelings control you. And if you want to do an exercise, you can try listing what you are grateful for in the present moment. And also work on practice mindfulness and other techniques to really bring yourself to the present moment. Enneagram 5s. These are the decorators. Enneagram 5s love watching Christmas movies, they love baking, and they will also be found napping after social gatherings because social gatherings can be very energy draining for them. Fives tend to withdraw even when they're not stressed, and they may want to observe and take things in before acting and before contributing to conversation. The holidays can be extremely draining for Enneagram Fives, and if stressed, they may start to lack interest in the traditions around the holidays, and they can become more tearful as well. They could drift into seven space and start to act selfishly and impulsively and only doing the things that they want to do. They could also become passive-aggressive, but you can use the healthy side of seven to be a little bit more spontaneous and easygoing in order to bring yourself back to a healthier state. And in growth, fives will go to eight space, and you can embrace that side of eight by setting boundaries when you need to recharge and letting others know that it is about you and not about them. It's not that you don't want to spend time with them, it's that you need to take some time for yourself. So the advice I have for fives is to try to recharge before social gatherings so that you can start these gatherings with the maximum energy that you could possibly offer and this will mean having good sleep hygiene, taking time for yourself, and asking for help when it comes to your to-do list so you're not already drained before these gatherings. And if a feeling enters your mind during the holidays, I challenge you to say it out loud before dwelling too much on it and analyzing it before you want to say it. Try to be a little bit more spontaneous and that will make you seem a little more authentic and your family members will really appreciate that side of you. So next is Enneagram 6. These are the gift wrappers. Sixes love looking at Christmas lights, watching Christmas movies, and listening to Christmas music. Sixes constantly think about the worst case scenario and they are often thinking about what they need to do to prepare when that worst case scenario happens or how to prevent that worst case scenario. And if stressed, the six will become irritable and they'll procrastinate and they could drift into the space of three and become arrogant and disconnected from others. But you can use the healthy side of three to be more efficient instead of overthinking things to the point of paralysis by analysis. And when sixes are in the growth space, they will take on a few characteristics of an Enneagram 9, and you can embrace this by trying to be more easygoing and going with the flow. My advice for sixes is to stay away from social media and the news to reduce anxiety. And this is similar to a few of the other numbers, but it's really for a different reason because social media can be very anxiety-provoking for the six. 
remind yourself of past years when the worst case scenario didn't happen. That will provide you a little bit more reassurance that it's really not probable for bad situations to happen. Remind yourself that it's very rare for these things to happen. And lastly, embrace being more spontaneous in doing activities that weren't planned in advance. For the Enneagram 7s, these are the carolers. They love going to parties, wearing festive outfits, and doing activities like constructing a gingerbread house. Sevens are ready for adventure and tend to look ahead to the next exciting thing instead of enjoying the present moment. If the seven is stressed, they may start to disengage and experience some anxiety. They could drift into their stress number to one and start obsessing over the details of how things should be to meet their needs. And how things should be are often very unrealistic expectations. But you can use your stress number of one to restore order to your life and return to the present so that you can truly enjoy the holiday season. When sevens are in growth, they will move to five and you can embrace this five side of you by taking a step back and observing occasionally. It doesn't have to be the most fun activities during the holiday season. You just have to focus on enjoying spending time with your loved ones and being a little bit more open into what they want to do. So the advice I have for sevens is to ask yourself how you feel and reflect on it. Sevens are very out of touch with their emotions, so I encourage you to be mindful of asking yourself this. And journal about your feelings and try not to reframe your feelings when you're doing this, especially if it's a negative feeling. Acknowledge that you're allowed to have negative feelings and try to analyze that a little bit. Use your thinking dominant side to explore that. And for sevens, I would say pace yourself. Sevens often have even more energy when they usually do around the holidays, so they are very much prone to the post-holiday blues. For sevens, I would say ask people what they want to do instead of just planning what you want to do. That's really important with preserving relationships. And lastly, schedule one-on-one -on -one time with your closest loved ones. A lot of times you might really thrive on being part of a group and some some individuals in your family might feel like you are forgetting them. So it really helps to spend one-on-one -on -one time with people as well. Enneagram 8s. So these are the DJs. Enneagram 8s love decorating, spending time with family, and giving gifts. Enneagram 8s will often focus on power dynamics and also making sure everything gets done that needs to be done. If stressed, Enneagram 8s will likely have a shorter fuse and grow impatient. They could drift to more of five space, their stress number, and start to withdraw and wish to be alone instead of being with everyone else. They may become cynical and indifferent, but you can use a healthy side of five to slow down and observe what is going on instead of attempting to control it. And your growth number is the Enneagram 2, so Enneagram 8s can embrace that two side to share a more vulnerable side of them and start to focus a little bit more on relationships instead of that power dynamic. For 8s, my advice is to not assume the worst of people. Not everyone is trying to take power away from you, 
but they might still have their own needs and opinions, and you should hear them out, and them expressing their needs and opinions is not them trying to control you. And this one is hard, but allow others to lead and make decisions, and this is a way to love them during the holidays, to allow them that opportunity that the Enneagram 8 often often drifts to just naturally. Also, focus on doing some relaxing family activities. Not everything has to be so high energy. So make time for rest. And lastly, delegate what needs to be done instead of deciding everything for yourself. And I think that's easier said than done, but it's really something that you could start to work on. Okay, last one, the Enneagram 9. I nicknamed these the Snugglers. And Enneagram 9s just love baking cookies, relaxing with family, and watching Christmas movies. Enneagram 9s want everyone to get along, so they might quiet themselves in order to keep the peace. And they may also view the holidays as an all or nothing, that, that things are either great or things are really not great. If stressed, the Enneagram 9 may feel resentful and irritable. They may drift to six space, their stress number, and start to worry excessively and feel stressed over even little things. They may focus on relationship problems instead of enjoying each other's company. But you can use the healthy side of six to be a problem solver and restore security before seeking peace. And your growth number, the three, you can embrace that three side to allow yourself to get things done that you need to, and then earn your chance to fully relax. So my advice for Enneagram Nines is to take time each day to do something for yourself. Spending time outside is especially helpful in order to connect with your body as a body type. Also, be okay with saying no if you are feeling overwhelmed. And share your desires with those closest to you. Even if they don't ask, they still want to know how your holidays could be better and what they can do to help you. For the Enneagram Nines, I'd also say schedule activities that are restorative so that you can have a little bit more energy for the holiday get-togethers. Okay, here's a bonus. I have ideas for gifts based off of each of the Enneagram types. So maybe when you were hearing this episode, you really thought, wow, my mom really sounds like a two or my brother's definitely a five. So if you're still looking for presents to get them, here are some ideas. So for ones, I would say they would really like a planner or a meal subscription service. Twos, they'd really like perfume or cologne or something that is an experience, such as concert tickets. The Enneagram 3 will likely like some self-care products or a smartwatch. Enneagram 4s would really appreciate a blanket, something that can make them feel really cozy, or something more artsy like colored pencils. For the 5, uh, they stereotypically, they would really appreciate some books, but something a little bit more creative, maybe an online class. Sixes, they would really appreciate some fuzzy socks or some board games that they can play with a group. Enneagram sevens, they would likely like a gift card to a restaurant or something that is an experience like concert tickets. The Enneagram eight could really like a water bottle or a smartwatch, and the Enneagram nine would 
likely appreciate something like a robe and slippers or an essential oil diffuser. Let me know that you like First Line. If you are listening on Spotify, tap the star to rate the show. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, scroll down and tap to rate or write a review. Thank you so much for your support. You can follow First Line on Instagram at First Line Podcast or on Facebook, facebook.com slash First Line Podcast. Stay tuned for a new episode every Monday.